wherever you go, there you are. That's a quote, I think, from a movie called The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. I say I think because I first heard it in a country song by Clint Black. But when I researched it, everything pointed to this cult film, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. And I saw one person mention it was a quote from Confucius. So very diverse source for this quote. Regardless, I think it applies in particular to today's episode. We're going to be continuing in our series from a LifeBuzz article called 30 Things to Stop Doing to Yourself. We're on number two, which is to stop running from your problems. Uh, these topics, and keep this in mind, are going to be very difficult to deal with, incredibly uncomfortable for most of us. As a matter of fact, if they weren't, we would have dealt with them a long time ago, and nobody would have ever had to write an article called 30 Things to Stop Doing to Yourself. So these are going to be tough to deal with. But I think it's important. And today, as we dig into this running from your problems idea, I want you to be very, very honest with yourself. I want you to pause. I want you to reflect on what I'm talking about and see if there's an area of improvement for you in this. Okay? So all about your problems, why we run from them, and what we can do about it. I'm Desmond. This is your Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, episode number 69. I believe mental mastery is the greatest component to a successful life. Whether it's discovering your soul's desire, exercising self-discipline, maximizing your productivity, or silently connecting with an infinite creative source through your subconscious mind, you are here to live a life of abundance, gratitude, and love. If this describes you, join the community of like-minded creators at pdesmondadams.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. Well, the first thing you need to do is, honestly, just admit that you are running from at least some of your problems. Uh, odds are, and I could be wrong, if you're one of those people who thinks, I don't have any problems that I'm not dealing with. I'm dealing with all of them. You're probably one of those people who needs to deal with even more problems than the rest. And I, I don't say that to pick on you. I just think this is one of the biggest problems, and it self-perpetuates, uh, this idea that I don't have any problems to deal with. I don't have any areas where I can improve. Maybe that's the best way of looking at it. The author in the article said stop running from your problems, but I would probably more accurately say look for areas where you have room for improvement or don't run from those areas. But that's the first hurdle is admitting that you are running from some of your problems. And I want to go into how we do that, and to do that, relate to you a little bit of uh, story. When I was 16 years old, I was very fortunate to have my own car. I got a 1976 Ford Pinto. Now, I know it's probably not the most respected car or even the safest car, but I was 16. I had my own car, and I was very grateful, very proud of the fact that I did have my own car. But being 16, I didn't have a whole lot of extra money, and the car was even you know, at that time, still a little old, and it had things that went wrong with it. Well, my friends and I would always joke about how the best way to deal with any problem that came up in the car, any noise that it made that it shouldn't have been making, was just to turn the radio up louder. As soon as you get that radio up loud enough, the noise completely goes away. And we joked about that, but as I got older and I got further along, a little bit wiser in life, I started to realize that this is really what we do in our life. We turn up the desired noise to eliminate 
the unwanted noise now. Obviously, we all know that we're not eliminating the unwanted noise. We're just drowning it out. And it's no longer a radio for most of us. Now, it might be. Maybe you immerse yourself in music and you just put on your headphones and for hours on end, you just listen to music over and over again. That's that's what's drowning out the noise that you don't want to hear in life. But more accurately, for most people, we've replaced the radio with alcohol, uh, with drugs, shopping. I mean, there's a whole list. Even work, yeah, work we replace it with. We immerse ourselves in our work so that we don't have to think about the, the, the problems that we're running away from. Even unhealthy relationships, short-term typically, but even the long-term ones. And as long as we can keep our desired noise level high enough, we're never going to have to address the undesired noise. And I got to thinking about this. This is very similar to what the medical industry does. And I'm going to get a little political here. I probably should say the pharmaceutical industry, but uh, I am going to get a little political here in this. But this is something that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. I do want to qualify it when I say the medical industry engages in this activity. Um, doctors are driven by the influence of big pharmaceutical companies when it comes to treating diseases, more accurately treating the symptoms of the diseases. But, again, acknowledging or qualifying this statement with the knowledge that most doctors, the ones I know and I imagine most of them, would love to see people address the root cause of their problems, but they know that's a futile effort because, by and large, most people don't have the self-discipline to do that. So in order to alleviate the pain, to bring some sort of level of satisfaction to their patients, they treat the symptoms. And as long as we can manage symptoms instead of eliminating disease, then we have people who have been appeased, who are, who are pleased with the doctor's services. For example, if you have high blood pressure, instead of looking at, well, what caused this high blood pressure, we'll prescribe a drug that lowers your blood pressure through various means of doing that. Uh, they'll lower your blood pressure artificially. But the reason your blood pressure went up is never really looked at by most people and most doctors. Or uh, I know a lot of people, this is an epidemic really, in America at least, and most likely all over the Western world for the most part, insulin resistance, adult onset diabetes. We're, we're treating this with insulin pills, insulin shots, but we're never really dealing with the issue that's causing this problem. We're never getting to that root cause. And the truth is, and this is the political reality of it all, there's a lot more money to be made by treating the perpetual symptoms rather than once and for all eliminating the cause. I mean, think about it. How much do you have to charge to make up all the money you would have made if you had just kept treating it. The solution would have to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, and oftentimes it does. But the reality is uh, there are a lot of solutions that don't cost anything. Enough on that, but, but I think you get the point that, that our lack of self-discipline causes us to look for the easy solution, to run from the problem, the real problem, by eliminating the symptom. I did it in my car by turning up the radio. Symptom was a ticking sound in my car. I eliminated the symptom by turning up the radio. Problem solved, right? Well, theoretically. Now, drugs and alcohol suppress the symptoms for a lot of people, and it's a lot like the pharmaceutical drugs that I mentioned a minute ago. Uh, but when you're dealing with emotional or psychological issues, we can make those symptoms go away 
with a few cocktails or maybe popping a few pain pills that weren't prescribed to us or were, uh, but we're not really making that root problem go away. And we know, we know that we know that we know, very few people don't realize this, that the problem is only going to get worse. Whether it was my car when I was 16, your high blood pressure, maybe a friend's emotional problems or trauma, by ignoring that real problem, by suppressing it, by hiding that with noise, with booze, with drugs, uh, whether those are given to us by someone on the street or someone in a white lab coat, we, we really in- exacerbate the cause of those problems. In my car, when it started making a tapping sound and I ignored it, turned up the radio, I eventually needed to make incredible uh, repairs, major repairs later on. Had I dealt with it properly at first, the cost and the inconvenience in that moment would have been greater because my cost and inconvenience was very little. I just turned the radio up. But long term, that cost and inconvenience would have been much less than it ended up being for me. And when it comes to your physical well-being, oftentimes one drug's designed to suppress some symptoms. Those will have adverse side effects, and we'll need another drug to address those symptoms. And never really following that chain all the way back to what caused the problem. How many people do you know are in their 40s, 30s, maybe even 40s, 50s, 60s, who take a handful of pills every day? And, and if you ask them, they say, well, I got to take this for my blood pressure, and then this is to help with this, which is kind of a side effect of that. And we're, we're doing this, and we're, we're feeling better, but we're not living our best lives. And, and that's easy to see when we talk about the physical, when we talk about our physical well-being, but we're doing it as well with our emotional well-being, whether we're trapped in a workaholic situation where we're constantly working to avoid our problems or we're engaging in risky sexual behavior because it gives us a momentary reprieve from our other problems that we refuse to deal with. So what do you do with this? And here's the reality of it. The, the, the solution to this problem is to turn down the noise that you're using to suppress the problems. And that sounds so simple, I know. But it really does come down to getting literally, physically quiet. Taking some time to be self-reflective, to to go internally, and to examine yourself. And at this point, in the beginning stages of this, simply identify those issues you need to work on. Don't worry about the solution. See, that's what sometimes stops us, is we start to extrapolate what the solution might be. And it becomes bigger than we can handle. So we just ignore the whole exercise of looking at what the problems are inside of us. So at this point in the process, I would say that you should just try to figure out what the root cause is for so many of these issues that you're, you're trying to hide or trying to run from. Just start writing them out. Well, I never dealt with that broken relationship with my dad or um, I... I hate myself and I've given up on what I physically look like. I mean, there's so many different things. I'm just just scratching the surface, I realize. But I want you to dig into that. I want you to look at what the real root cause is. Um, And I want to caution you. If you find that you keep writing down uh, the root cause being outside of yourself, then you're lying to yourself about that. Because the root cause is going to be internal. Even if the root cause was abuse from somebody externally, okay, they, they, they caused that problem, and you can't change them, and you can't change the past. But you, you need to address 
how you're dealing with that trauma. So I'd say the root cause is I'm not dealing with this past trauma in a healthy way, okay? Instead of saying the root cause is my uncle abused me. So be honest with it. Don't If it's outside of you, then that's not the root cause. You can't control that. You only want to look at the things you can address. You only want to look at the things you can um, deal with yourself. Now, having said that, I want to also leap into this other area. Ask yourself as you start to deal with this, is this an area where I need to have a professional help me? Because sometimes we want to fix things ourselves and we're only going to make things worse. So ask yourself, honestly, should I have a professional help me out with this? I, I love to work on things around the house. I love the satisfaction of having something that's not working right, fixing it, and saying, man, I did it. I figured it out. I, I love YouTube for that reason. I tell people, if it was safe, I could learn how to do brain surgery on YouTube. And it, seriously, there's so much you can learn nowadays, so much available to us. I love to fix things. But one area, when it comes to electrical work, you will never find me doing it. I call a professional because the risk of damage to myself and to my home is greater than the reward of the satisfaction of fixing it myself. So do the same thing with yourself. Ask yourself, should I get a professional in this area? But most importantly, just stop running from them. Start listening them out. Start, start finding the root cause of these problems. That's all you need to do at this point. Don't overthink it, all right? I hope this helps. I know, again, tough issues. This is uh, an entire series, 30 things to stop doing to yourself. And remember, if they were easy to deal with, you would have dealt with them already. So the very fact that we're having to address this for myself and for you uh, is indicative of it being difficult to handle. If you do want to catch the entire series, you can do that. I've made an easy link to a page I created specifically for this series. It's at pdesmondadams.com slash 30 things, and it's 30, the number's 30, 30 things. pdesmondadams.com slash 30 things. I've listed out all 30 items. I've put a link over to the LifeBuzz article that I found this on. Um, a lot of gratitude for them posting that. Um, but I'll, I'll just connect those the list, I'll connect them to each episode as I do it. So you'll already see one there for episode one, and now this one, episode two, and you can follow along. Of course, the easiest way to follow along is just to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. You can do that at pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes, or if you're on an Android, a great app to use is Stitcher Radio, and you can uh, find this podcast at pdesmondadams.com slash Stitcher, S-T-I, Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Why did I have to think about that? There you go. That's how you can do it, and that's the easiest way to follow along. I, I do hope this is beneficial to you. I hope you follow along on the entire series. I'll have another one for you coming up in the next episode. Thank you so much. As always, we can connect on Facebook at facebook.com slash pdesmondadams, and on Twitter, real easy to connect, twitter.com slash pdesmondadams, or if you have a Twitter app, just search for me at pdesmondadams. We'll connect and we'll move forward on this journey of life together as we both learn and explore. Remember, I'm not the guru here. I, I'm just going through this journey with you, and we're exploring it together, and I'm sharing what I find. All right? Thank you so much. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp.